Hello and welcome to the Culture Clashcast. I'm your host, Henry Jones, and as always, here's my co-host. Jess Chung. What up? What is what is up? And how are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm finally back in Hong Kong after leaving the UK in early March, so it's now late April and that was six weeks ago. So are you I, really back in Hong Kong at the moment? Are you technically back in Hong Kong? I am technically back in Hong Kong, but I am stuck in a uh, quarantine hotel. So Hong Kong, obviously, having the strictest rules in the world, having banned all the flights back from the UK. I was forced to go via a third country, so I went via Dubai. I spent 21 days there because it's part of the rules. If I wasn't there long enough, I couldn't enter the country and finally, as soon as I got to Hong Kong, I was shipped straight to Hotel Quaza um, for 21 days. And I am almost done. I've got four days left and I'm dying to get out of here. Ugh. That just sounds awful. Yeah. Um, overall, it is good that I get Wi-Fi. I have my monitor and my speakers and everything. It's a little bit like prison is what I'm going to say. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm on the verge, uh, really. I need to get out of here quick. A couple of little things. When we say prison, do prisons get access to delivery? Because that's new to me. I mean, um, apart from that. So firstly, instead of having to wear an ankle bracelet, I wear a wristband. So I'm tracked via the app. Uh, my phone goes skits if I disconnect Bluetooth in any way because it's asking me, where are you? Where are you? Why is this off? Um, secondly, you get three meals a day at specified times. I mean, every time the doorbell rings, I get really excited. I'm like, oh my God, food. Oh my God, um, you're basically like Pavlo's dog. So literally when the dog bell goes, you start salivating going, food. Yeah. Uh, the best bit is when they, when they drop food off, they run away straight away because I don't think they want to be anywhere near any of the uh, quarantine guests. <laughs> That's so um, funny. You can so... hear them running off as well and they're in their um, blue suits. Um, Stay away. I picked the healthy meal plan, which is, edible but not amazing i've seen photos online of you know absolutely dreadful quarantine hotel meals one night was just pumpkin and cheese for dinner i was just a bit ravenous after that pumpkin and cheese (laughs) i was like who designed that's not a meal who designed this venue it didn't have any protein or any meat the other thing was there was lunch which contained fried rice with raisins and i was like someone called uncle roger because uh, that's what I expect from, you know, a white place. But not when I'm in Hong Kong. I thought people know how to make fried rice here. You, you'd have thought so. Oh, my God. That sounds tragic. The third thing is you can't leave a room or open the windows. So I haven't had any Yeesh. fresh air or any sunlight since I've been here. Apparently, 10 people in this hotel have tried to leave. Sent straight to three weeks in quarantine camp. So Hong Kong has built these special facilities just to house people who are very infectious. <laughs> oh my god! So it's like the Great Escape, where if you get caught, you get sent to the box, and then it's just like <laughs> yeah. you get sent to you get sent to super quarantine. Yeah, you have to get to a military like concentration camp. I'm guessing. My mum sent me a text the other day saying, "Hi Jessica, week two of quarantine." Are you getting pale since you can't go outside? I was like, yes, I'm very, very white. I need a tan. Probably as white as you. Yeah, well, I am ghost white at the moment. When we went and played golf the other day, uh, some of the members were ripping the piss out of me putting suntan lotion on, like, in in April. And I was like, mate, mate, skin cancer is no joke. Joke. You just never know. You've got to slip, slap, slop. Life pro tip. Don't 
ever travel during a pandemic because you might get stuck in a country and you might need to do three weeks in a random country and also you might need to do three weeks in a hotel as a result. So punished. just uh, note to future self, don't go traveling in a pandemic. So finally um, out of lockdown, aren't you, in London? Yeah, I got my hair cut this morning. Like, big deal. Oh, well done. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the last time I got my hair cut was by you. Uh, like, just shearing me like a sheep. And that was exactly what I thought it would be like. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. It just <laughs> fell on the floor. And I was like... Okay, you can stop now. Stop, <laughs> doing this. stop now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having it fun. <laughs> yeah, so have you gone to the pub yet? Yeah, I've been twice. And uh, I'm not sure what all the desperation to go sit in a beer garden is when the weather wasn't nice and the weather is now nice so i totally get it on a nice day but like it was like coats on stood out there it even snowed on the morning the pubs were all open so it was just (laughs) generally grim classic england though oh yeah despite the weather you gotta go down to the pub it'd be rude not to it was opening day absolutely and people were bored and desperate so they all went out i spoke to the local owner of the golf club and he said that during the day they had 140 people go around the golf course, despite the fact it snowed in the morning and was raining throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more symbolic. I'm outside and I'm having fun and that's how I choose to remember it. Have you booked your vaccine, 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 vaccine? All right, Dolly, chill out. Uh, no, I can't, I can't book my vaccine until we've cleared uh, 40 to 50s. We're on, I think. Um, I'll be vaccinated by May, yeah stoked you know roll on the vaccine i don't care i'll take anything even if it was china's one i would take it i just want to be vaccinated <laughs> oh, the, the chinese untested vaccine i mean there's certain things you should stick into your arm i don't think that's one of them i can't wait to go on holiday that's what i was thinking when i was in dubai says the girl who's quarantining having just coming back from holiday dubai was a, a bit of a mini holiday it's very much restaurants activities bars everything was open as per normal Speaking of restaurants, you guys had the eat out to help out slogan, you know, last last year in the UK, which I just love how it had some, you know, inappropriate connotations. What a fun um, idea that was, just guaranteed that the COVID bounced back for its uh, second wave. Someone's released a campaign to visit South Australia with the slogan, go down south with your mouth. Nice. Australia's nice. basically locked the borders. They're trying to promote um, domestic travel, obviously. The ad kicks off with, Why does it taste so much better when you go down south? Is it time to let our abundant delights burst in your mouth? It's time to go down south with your mouth. So good. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So a little bit of uh, drama going on in the UK. As you know that you, uh, when you were over here, you visited our big array of supermarkets left, right and centre. And there has been a bit of drama with uh, Marks and Spencers or uh, Marks and Snitches, as uh, Audi is currently <laughs> labelling them, after they have begun legal action against Audi over a copyright infringement of their caterpillar cake what is so special about this caterpillar cake so colin the caterpillar is a bit of an institution when it comes to the the uk pretty much in everyone's birthday whether you're a kid or an adult like 
at some point you will get given a Colin the Caterpillar cake and it's basically like a chocolate Swiss roll with a white chocolate caterpillar face and a bit of decoration on it and M&S have had this product for 30 or 40 years something ridiculous oh wow and uh, as the Guardian said when I read it to this morning, um, it is the perfect cake for slicing and dividing, which makes it like an absolute like AAA cake when it comes to office parties and children's parties. If you walk across the street and head into an Audi store, which I can't imagine any Marks and Spencers uh, <laughs> shopper would ever do. They're like pleb status. You will find Cuthbert the Caterpillar. <laughs> the bit of this story that's kind of doesn't make much sense is Audi aren't alone in being the ones to have a competitive Caterpillar cake. Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Tesco's and Asda all have their own variant of their Caterpillar cake, all either beginning with the letter C or in Sainsbury's case, it's called Wiggle the Caterpillar. So it's very, very bizarre that M&S has like singled out Audi and decided, nah, you're the ones we're going to slap with a um, cease and desist order. I love it when um, companies tweet out these you know witty responses or puns or whatever and one of them i saw was just call in our lawyers hashtag free cuthbert probably my favorite one was an instagram post with all the caterpillar cakes from all the stores and they just played the (laughs) audio of the uh jackie weaver council over the top of it and it's just just, you've no authority here none at all (laughs) i love the one where they've had a picture of cuthbert the caterpillar Aldi posts it being like packaging update and it's got bars in front of it being like hashtag free Cuthbert. (laughs) I think it's just one of those things that's so dumb that they're trying to sue them over it. Everyone knows that every supermarket has a caterpillar cake. You just buy it from where you happen to be shopping at the time. It's good press. Now I really want to try both of these cakes, you know, and do a tasting test. I'm going to try and see if they have it in Hong Kong. Ah, any excuse to eat 10 pieces of chocolate cake. So, just England things. So, one person who's been getting me through quarantine who I personally need to thank is Taylor Swift. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. She just re-released her Fearless album, which she recorded in 2008. And that was one of my favorite albums. And I had it on repeat when we, and when I say we, it's Taylor and I. We're both 18. We're both the same age. (laughs) Oh, you're basically best friends, aren't you? Legitimately, all weekend, all week, I've been discussing how good each track is with my other friends or, you know, Swifties, as as we're called. Oh, my God, the Swiftie Massive. And I remember going to a concert 12 years ago in Melbourne with my girlfriends where she wasn't that famous, so it was kind of a small gig. It was before she was doing stadium tours. Oh, that's 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 very hipster. Oh, I, I saw her before she was famous, you know. It's the ultimate power move, isn't it? <laughs> so we lined up super early. I'm talking about a couple of hours because it was a mosh pit setting. Right. So there wasn't any chairs or anything. So as soon as the doors opened, me and my friends literally ran to the front and I grabbed hold of the railing right in front of the stage. And so for the entire concert, because, you know, Moshes get really wild, especially Taylor Swift ones. I had one hand on the rail, so I wouldn't get pushed or lose my spot. And then one hand on my digital camera, taking, you know, photos and videos. And I'll never forget, she was sweeping the front row and, you know, giving everyone high fives. And I just missed touching her hand by an inch. I was just like, ah, why am I short? (laughs) Short people problems Um, (laughs) couldn't couldn't touch Taylor Swift's hands. Life ruined. We even bought a little kangaroo toy and we wrote a little note inside and we threw it to her when she was did on she, stage. Did she catch it? Did she catch the toy? 
she did catch it and yeah i think i have a video somewhere uh, i ended up keeping also a one of the records that she signed so i got it framed and it's hung up in my house in melbourne and this week my mum was like taking down all my stuff she's trying to pack up my room i obviously don't live there anymore she was like can i can i take this down are you gonna are you gonna sell it and i was like no way, mom. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> oh my God, I mean, mom. Back off. <laughs> geez, yeah. I mean, I do have a Zac Efron poster from like 2007 or something that's still up there. So I was like, okay, you can take that one down. It's outdated. He's obviously a lot hotter now and living in Sydney, but... I've got a chance now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, okay, no, don't touch my stuff. Don't ever sell that Taylor Swift um, record that's framed on my wall. Don't even dare touch it. So, yeah, I mean, what's been your big fangirl moment? So I've actually got a really um, bizarre story around one of mine because it happened without me expecting it to happen. And it was back in the day when I used to work for Aston Martin and I was hosting um, for them an event in their um, Park Lane showroom, and which is the uh, second highest square on Monopoly, just for anyone uh, keeping track. Um, and... <laughs> yeah, the, the blue the purple area. area, you know. So Mayfair is our most expensive park lanes. Oh, the purple area. We had oh. quite a strict dress code. They were launching their brand new um, race car, and I kind of knew what the guest list was. I kind of knew all the drivers, and I was alternating on the door with a security guard as to letting people in. As I was kind of like surveying the room, there was like this guy got like ripped jeans on like this. There was a dress code, and I was like, maybe I should say something to him. And I was like, nah, I'm not gonna be a dick. Anyway, so cut to about half an hour later, uh, they're announcing their new driver lineup. Basically, what the the um, the chairman of Aston Martin suddenly pulls this guy up who got the ripped jeans on. He says, "Oh, and just as a surprise for everyone today, we have just signed this new driver from Formula One from last year, Bruno Senna." Now, Bruno Senna to a lot of people might right. not be a name that you kind of recognise. However, in the racing world, he is related to racing royalty. He is the I think he's the nephew of the most famous Formula One race driver to have ever lived, which is Ayrton Senna. He'd been signed by that team that day. And so I had no idea about this and I didn't recognize him. And he was the one that I was contemplating, like kicking a scene off with and saying, you've got ripped jeans on. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, that would have like been a career ending mistake right then and there. And I was like, so it went from like being who's this scruffy kid to, oh, this is just literally the most important person in in motor racing. I then managed to actually have like a chat with him like later um, because it wasn't a big party and he was kind of like bored looking around. But then I was like having this real fangirly chat with him. If you remember back to Friends when Rachel meets that like TV celebrity and she's trying to play it cool, it was kind of a lot like that where... Like, he's going, hi, and you go, oh, sup, yeah. you know, like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just... <laughs> I was almost going to throw you out of this <laughs> Yeah, place, oh, yeah, we don't but... mention that. Don't, let's not mention yeah, that. I was just like, oh, so you excited to be... It was like one of the most dumb questions ever. Are you excited to be working for a racing car, which you clearly weren't excited about because you wanted to stay in Formula One last season? And I was like, so I just couldn't find a good topic or question to ask him. And I was just like... Oh, I'm so stuck here. I'm just digging myself in more and more of a hole. So I just tried to make the slightest of small talk I possibly could. (laughs) Gotta play it cool. Um, I remember the one time I went fine dining, because I don't go very often. Uh, We were in New York at 11 Medicine Garden. 
And we're sat next to Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon in Big Bang Theory. I was just like, oh my God, Sheldon is sitting next to us. We're just trying to keep it cool, right? I really wanted to, you know, if I could take a photo of it. It's New York, so everyone, apparently is celebrities the, are normal Is that the most there, famous so... celebrity you've, you've come into contact with? Even, even if you didn't speak to them, but like, we'll count that. I think, probably. I think the most famous yeah. I can probably say is uh, Thierry Henry. I had a bizarre conversation with Michael Flatley as well there. Well, again, when I was working out. Uh, River Dance, the River, River Dance guy. They mentioned him in Friends <laughs> from the really famous episode where um, they're betting the flat and he says, Who's the guy you're most afraid <gasps> of? And he said, And the answer is Michael Flatley. And he goes, The guy from the River Dance is like, His legs move as if they're independent from his body. <laughs> I've met the guy. I've met that guy. <laughs> yes. Chat with him. He's really. A lot eccentric. of the dads. Yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. That episode is my favorite episode of Friends. FYI, that is the my one favorite with the episode of Friends as well. Yeah, and I've been in a lift with Thierry Henry. Who's that? Oh, uh, Arsenal footballing legend. Played for Barcelona as well. One of the best players to ever grace the game. You know, I'm not good with sports. I don't know anything about soccer. An unbelievably good-looking Frenchman. Okay, so Jess, are you ready for a dad joke? <sighs> if I must. What did the janitor say when he popped out of the closet? What? Supplies! Womp womp. <laughs> You're lame. You suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, well, thanks everyone for listening to the Culture Clashcast. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the Culture Clashcast, and we look forward to uh, hosting some more episodes in the future. Peace out. See you later. Freedom, Las Vegas. Is that how the song goes? You know the Elvis Presley one? It's like, freedom... Freedom. No, it's Viva. It's Viva Las oh. Vegas, Jess. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. Why would it be freedom? Because oh, I think president. freedom because America. I'm thinking freedom. Um, America. Freedom. Freedom. Eagles. Las Vegas. 18 wheelers. <laughs>